Welcome to the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. I'm Lori Rivers, your host, here to help you with some inspiration to make those aspirations come true. On this episode of the Awake Space Astrology Podcast, I am going to be talking about the Mars-Jupiter conjunction happening on May 29th. That's May 29th. And it is going to be a doozy, a doozy. Um, It's a great way to make your own luck. We talked about that in the Make Your Luck seminar I did um, last Saturday on the 21st. And uh, hopefully I will have the replay of that available for those of you who missed it and didn't register for it. I'll get it up um, on my link page so you can still take advantage of that information this week. The recording will walk you through what to do when Mars and Jupiter are conjunct. That It happens with some regularity. Um, It just depends. We just came out of the Mars-Jupiter conjunction in Pisces, and now we're rolling into Aries. And so you dreamed in Aries, you actively did some dreaming, or in Pisces, you actively dreamed, and now we're moving into taking action. But on a mass consciousness level, ooh, holy moly, that's going to be wild. So I think we can expect May 24th, which is tomorrow, um, or today, if you're listening today, I don't know when you're listening to my podcast, I should just not use those markers. So May 24th, Mars enters Aries, They, uh, Mars and Jupiter meet up on the 29th, and it's going to be big energy. And we might even see some big energy on the 24th, because to be honest, Mars and Jupiter are not that far away from each other, because Jupiter is sitting at two degrees, Okay, two degrees of Aries. And so when Mars enters zero degrees, they're in an approaching conjunction. And this is intense energy. Now, I know there are astrologers who would say, well, they're already in an approaching conjunction, Lori. And I'll be saying it's out of sign. It's out of sign. It's not going to have the same strength. Okay, it's just not. Just saying different energy quality and I love all those people who have all their intellectual knowledge but haven't been in practice for very long so uh, pay attention and observe that's always always my motto so that's what we're talking about here on the awake space astrology podcast uh, today May 23rd 2022 and um, we'll do some patron shout outs We'll do some patron shoutouts. I haven't had a mod talk this week. We'll see if I can grab some mods tonight and record something. If not, um, don't worry. There's plenty of good stuff here. Oh my goodness. Let's get started talking about that Mars in Aries and the Mars and Jupiter conjunction because this is wild. And it's honestly going to impact Clarence Thomas. That's what else I'm going to talk about. I just put up a roast on TikTok of Clarence Thomas's chart. Uh, but uh, this Mars and Aries action and the Mars and Jupiter action is squaring off with the sun. So I think we need to talk about Clarence Thomas, um, who is, um, I just, I don't know. I, I was upset when he was appointed, you know, 
way back in the 90s, way back in the 90s. And you can hear Malcolm in the background. Um, just like when I was a hand spinner and a little bit of my family dog's hair would get in the yarn, uh, the dog sounds are free. You don't pay extra for those. Oh, wait, you don't pay at all because the patrons support this podcast. So, um, of course, patron shoutouts will happen. And we have a little something to celebrate. We hit a milestone, folks. So we'll be talking about that too. And I've got something special planned if we reach another one by the end of the month. All right. We got Mars moving into Aries. That's the driving beat and a little bit of the the metal guitar going on now with the uh, music behind me. Um, yeah, Mars is coming home, folks. Mars is coming home. It's going to be a little bit wild. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it, tomorrow is kind of crazy because, you know, it's not just Mars going into Aries tomorrow. Uh, so too is the moon. And when the moon and Mars are meeting up, that's just, it's, it, it's, it's going to be easy to be emotional. It's going to be easy to lose your temper. It's going to be easy to act irrationally. Now, those of you who have been feeling very lethargic, no energy, like it's, you're like, okay, it was nice being dreaming for a little while, but now could I please get up off my butt and do something? You are going to feel energized. Um, so that's the positive side of this. The negative side is it's going to be very, very easy to lose your temper. Okay. And especially if you have any fire sign planets um, or angles, that would be the ascendant, the descendant, the IC, or the MC. If you have anything from zero to five, six degrees of a fire sign, this is going to be energized. So I'm fully expecting some political bullshit to happen tomorrow. Um, I, yeah, me too. Me too, Kathy. I need that energy to come to, uh, we're recording live with the patrons in the audience and, uh, sister like our wonderful moderators, like I need that energy. And I'm like, yes, yes, me too. But it is a, yeah, Maria, it is dumpster fire time. Absolutely. It is. Um, and the reason I think it's going to be political is kind of personal, um, my Mars is at two degrees Sagittarius and it takes a lot to piss me off anymore. Like there's very little that completely makes me lose my shit. Now, when I was younger, I had a bad temper. It took me, you know, it's why I know all this stuff. I had to learn it for me. Um, all of the things they teach metaphysically, I, I learned on purpose for myself. Um, the one thing that can still get me is when it comes to politics. You know, I've always been politically active since I was a child and injustice really gets to me. And um, not only will Mars at zero degrees Aries be trining off with my Sag Mars, it'll be opposing my Jupiter and Uranus. And um, <laughs> we'll be trying to use that energy for good. Um but about the only thing that makes me angry anymore is politics. And so they're expecting the Supreme Court to make some announcements tomorrow, I think at least on one case. And um, yeah, 
So this could be fascinating. <laughs> uh, so expect things to get hot, hot, hot tomorrow. Um, or I keep saying tomorrow, but if you're listening to this podcast, obviously it doesn't just play on a single day. I'm talking about May 24th, 2022. Um, so I'm going to just pull up this chart real quick and we've got, um, if, if things would load, it's still Mercury retrograde. Remember Mercury has moved back into Taurus and did that yesterday on the 22nd, um, we are sitting at the 23rd, and, um, yeah, I just, I would love to tell you I think everything's going to be sunshine, roses, and lollipops. You know, you know I'd love to do that, but given the state of the world right now, given the political climate, you know, I keep saying we're kind of in, in a fight for our lives, and I don't think we have to physically fight. Hopefully not, um, but we need to we need to not just wave signs. We have to be active. Ugh, my hair keeps getting in my face. If you're wondering why I keep scratching my face, it's I have. For those of you listening, I do this as a live stream with my patrons on uh, on YouTube, and uh, my hair is very fine. It's like spider webs, and it, it pickles my face. So. All right. All right. Let's focus. Let's focus. Let's focus. So let's see what time and will that happen? It'll happen. Oh, you know, I'm never fond of days when the moon changes signs midday. I'm not because it usually indicates a big shift in energy and shifting out of Pisces into Aries is big energy. Because again, it's not like Pisces is passive. It's not because, you know, tsunamis are Pisces too. It's just that energy goes from kind of nebulous to straight up. So it's just different types. People who, anybody who says somebody with a Pisces Mars doesn't take action, think again. It just, it's a different kind of taking action. Mars is always action. So let me pull this up here. Let me focus. Focus, Lori. Focus. I'm going to focus. All right. Oh, it's going to be... Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the moon is going to change around... Um, it's going to slide into Aries around 2.30 p.m. Pacific. And then Mars slides into Aries... Right after that, let's see, I think it's about 6 p.m.-ish, yeah, like about 5-something, 4-something. So, there's going to probably be an announcement of some kind, there's probably going to be some weather events with this, this starts off the wildfire season, um, in, in California, for sure. It's already started a little bit with Jupiter ingressing into Aries, Mars joining it. And Mars coming into Aries, it's almost always going to be an arson. You know, it's almost always going to be an arson. We don't have enough weather going on 
at least in Southern California right now, for it to be anything else, except we do have, of course, wind. Um, yay! That's just what we needed. Um, when I look at this chart, we're looking at north west too uh there might be some lightning strikes in the northwest and that might be like in eastern oregon eastern washington um yeah and of course around the time i'm just gonna pull it back just a little bit when does i don't have the exact right now I'll be writing up the horoscopes as always. I'll be doing that tonight so you guys get your horoscopes early before this happens. So yeah, Mars ingresses into Aries around 4.30. So I think there's going to be some kind of announcement and things just go boom. Um, likewise, I think we could see more nationalism happen. Um, I think we could see more extremist behavior happen. Um, and these will be individuals, okay? This won't be a group activity. This will be an individual. It could be that there's incendiary words spoken that cause action as well. And this is because um, the sun, the sun is at three degrees Gemini. Uh-oh. What the heck? Wow. Okay. I popped off of my own live stream and popped back on. That was exciting. That was exciting. Um, wow. I'm going to have to invite guests on here because that was, uh, gave us a little, uh, yeah, right? Well, Mercury's retrograde. So, <laughs> so for those of you listening to the podcast, I got bumped off my own live stream. Um, <laughs> and then I got bumped right back on. Oh, we need to make a Mercury retrograde song. We do, we do. Okay, so there's just going to be a lot of intense energy happening. Okay, it's just going to be intense tomorrow or um, on the 24th. So if you're listening to this after the 24th, go back and look at the headlines from that day. Uh, there could be, again, arsons of all kind. I think there'll be some shenanigans in the Pacific Northwest. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, and again, it could start fire season. Um, again, the entire West Coast. Um, not unusual for that. Um, not my favorite news to give, guys. Not my favorite news to give. Now... Drop my glasses. Uh, that was the clunk. But um, on a positive note, because, you know, it's not all negative. Nothing is all good. Nothing is all bad. Um, on a positive note, we're looking at um, feeling more energy. You'll feel more active. You'll be wanting to get stuff done. This is the time to get shit done and take names. Um, if you are feeling squirrely squirrely if you're feeling outraged this is a time to channel vast amounts of energy into something that moves you forward not everybody else you aries is about individual energy 
So it's about moving you forward, okay? Um, I'm going to put my energy into the mystery school, guys. You know, that's where I'm going to put it. If I get mad, I'm not going to do videos on it. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to just put my energy in because all of this is hitting the fifth house. So this is a great time for creativity for me. Um, depends on where it's hitting in your chart. That's where you want to put it in. So um, stress cleaning. For those of you who have it hit in your fourth house. Stress cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Um, exercise, go take a walk. Careful about overuse injuries or overextension. Make sure if you decide to use all this energy to be active and you haven't been active in a while, you want to do your stretches, you want to do your warm ups. You don't want to just decide to go for a run, okay? You want to make sure you're warming up, you want because it's a lot of energy, right? So we want to make sure we prep ourselves and take care of ourselves. And, um, you know, look at headlines. Don't really necessarily watch a whole lot of news. Um, we will see a lot of drama tomorrow, especially from about 2.30 on. 2.30 Pacific, um, which is 5.30 Eastern, okay? And then all of the time zones in between. It's the 24th is certainly a day. And... Um, Jupiter's right there to magnify things. Just to put it in perspective, the last time Mars was in Aries, it entered in May of 2020. So we could see some, you know, excessive force by police officers and or a officer. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be a replay of May 2021 or 2020. I think it's going to be... Um, I think somebody's going to say something or there's going to be an announcement. I think it's, I think, you know, I think it's going to be something to do with reproductive rights, especially since the moon is involved in this transit. The, the moon and the womb are one and the same, and it's about individual rights and autonomy. And so we may hear more about that. Um, I wish I had something more positive to report, but it appears we're going to have to assert our independence as women and, and uh, God, guys, you need to vote. You need to, you need to vote down ballot like your lives depend on it this fall. We've got some energy in our favor this fall, um, with the eclipses, um, as the people. You know, so Malcolm's agreeing with a groan. Um, and you're like, those of you listening going, I thought astrologers were supposed to be unbiased. Astrologers have never been unbiased, okay? That's like a 1960s thing. Um, astrologers have never been unbiased. We are, we are humans. We are not unbiased. I lean very, very left, okay? I'm so left that a lot of what is considered left would not want me because I am egalitarian. Um, and I think a lot of, I think we need to innovate a lot of the models that are in existence. So I'd like to see some disruption happen. And I think we will. Yay. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to talk to my patrons here on the live stream and then we'll record what's next. And as Kimberly said, or Kimberlyn said, yes, there is. 
the Mercury and the Gatorade right now. That should make May 24th, 2022 even more interesting. All right. Next segment, we'll do a patron shout out and announce the benchmark because it's very exciting. Time for a patron shout out. And let's talk about that benchmark before we do that because this is so exciting. We have reached over 400 patrons. Over 400 active patrons. How cool is that? How cool is that? Now, I know in the past when I reached a benchmark, I like read everybody, but I, I think that's a lot. And so let's let's read. I'm going to read um, a whole bunch, but I'm not going to read everybody um, because you guys want to listen to other stuff. But I'm going to give a huge shout out to Keisha, uh, Dawn, Nicole, Shelby. We got another Shelby. Uh, Jamie, Miranda, Brett. Allison, Kendra, Heather, Olu, Leanne, Stephanie, Louisa, Laura, Mina, oh, Rochelle. Sorry, I, I, I'm in that awkward stage with uh, it's too far away without the reading glasses and too close for them. All right, Maggie, Layla. Catherine, Wendy, Paige, Nicole, Sarah, Lou, Harmony, Brittany, Kelly, Vicky, Beth, Sibstar, Jackie, Rianne, or Ryan, Renee, Maria, Tara, or Tara, Carrie, Carrie, Jacqueline, Allie, Kamal, Kristen, Allison, Dee, Rachel, Gabby, Denise, Krista, Stephanie, and Jennifer. Wow, guys. Welcome, welcome. Exciting to have you here. How cool to reach this benchmark. How fun is that, guys? So, again, without patrons, this podcast doesn't happen, okay? So, the the Patreon, just so you guys know. The Patreon will continue to support the podcast. The Mystery School is kind of its own deal. So the Mystery School is kind of separate from this. So, um, but this this is, uh, the podcast is sponsored by patrons. And so without you, none of this happens. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Because without you, there is no me. Ooh, talk about co-creation. All right, um... Let's talk about Clarence Thomas's chart and what I think we're going to see heading into 23 and 24. You know, the years of 2023 and 2024 are looking not as fun and savory for Mr. Thomas, Justice Thomas. I'll be respectful of the position. Um, yeah, let's let's take a look at that. Um I think I think he knows a lot more about what his wife was doing, and I think we're going to find out about that after the election. So, 
That's up on the next segment. All right. Let's talk about Clarence Thomas. I have never liked that man. Well, I don't know him, but man, when he was up during his confirmation hearings um, and Anita Hill was testifying and people made all kinds of fucking excuses for it and it was awful. Um, And it it was sad. And it's weird because he was like really well known for not like speaking from the bench and, and... He's been speaking up a lot. He's been talking to the press, which is kind of interesting because he's not been a super vocal justice. You know, he's not like Scalia was. And uh, God, I never thought there'd be a day where I actually missed Scalia. You know. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, I may not have liked his positions because I often didn't like Scalia's positions, but he was a fascinating legal scholar. Thomas, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, uh, we always knew he'd go after Roe v. Wade, and that was the problem. Even back in the 90s, we were like, no, 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 they're trying to do this. It's a war on women. And people would be like, you're exaggerating. Don't be a militant feminist. I'm like, I'm not militant. I haven't hit anybody. You know, God forbid you have an opinion. That's that's how dumb this culture can be in the United States sometimes. If you voice an opinion somehow, you know, when you're like, hey, I'd like to be equal, thanks. Oh, no, you're asking for too much. <laughs> Why? Why? Why is it like that, people? Oh, wait, because other people are afraid. That's why. Uh, all right, let's look at Thomas's chart. I did a little video roast um, on TikTok, but let's take a look at this chart. He's kind of got an interesting chart, and he's an interesting person. You know, I can be fair on that. Um, he worked really, really hard to be where he was. You know, um, you know, it, it's not like he just got slid into the position. He did have to work hard to earn his credentials. Um, you know, and he does. If you look at his chart, you know, his his son is Mercury and his Venus. And you can find his chart on Astro Data Bank. Um, his son, his Mercury, and his Venus are all in the sixth house. So he's a very dedicated, hardworking person. He's also a nationalist. Um, in some interesting ways, you know, um, very interesting, uh, his moon in Aquarius in the first house, um, also is very fascinating because it's intercepted. So, you know, um, he's got also Saturn and Pluto in Leo in the seventh also intercepted so he kind of like he married for prestige you know it, it's a it's a contract right this isn't necessarily i mean i don't know them personally but i would say with saturn and pluto in the seventh um and given he has a lot of ambition being a capricorn rising this is a more of a business arrangement um and and he he and his wife have are both very politically active. Ginny has a very fascinating history with the Heritage Foundation, and th- that's just scary shit. You know, that's that's extremist. It's a very bizarre 
Like his beliefs are kind of bizarre to me because they're they're counter his interests. So it's it's very interesting. So I I I'm confused by it. So because if if they if they want to repeal the Bill of Rights, it it doesn't help anybody. So it's it's interesting. Um, I'm always fascinated by. People who would not benefit from that supporting it, uh, whether whether any of our marginalized community members and, and women, if they support these more conservative policies, they're supporting their own subdual, their their own second classness. I don't I don't understand the support for that. Um, it, it makes no sense to me. And if you think for one second this decision that the Supreme Court is probably going to stick by their guns on um, about Roe v. Wade is about when life begins, think again. It's not. It's, it's, it's going to be a cascade of rights erosions. And so this is just fascinating to me. Um, you know, if it's against your belief to have an abortion, don't have one. So it's not about that. It's it's not. It's about eroding our rights as citizens, and it's it's really really kind of frightening. So here's what's going on. He's got the Capricorn rising. Pluto's been dancing over the top of that for a little while. Pluto, because his his moon is at one degree twenty three minutes of Aquarius, his moon's gonna get slammed next year. So the minute Pluto moves into Aquarius, it's right on his moon. And he might get by. I mean, either there's just a lot happening in his career sector, too. And I'm going to talk about that. But this might be indictments on Ginny. You know, they haven't investigated enough yet. I don't know that they won't. When I look at his chart, there's some stuff going on. And, and obviously, there's a power struggle between him and Roberts right now. So it, it's interesting. It's interesting to say the least. Watch with interest is all I have to say on that. Um, so he is getting slammed in the ICMC of his birth chart. Uranus just popped over the IC. Um, and then remember, that's your fourth house cusp. And so obviously he's got some protests going on. Maybe we shouldn't do things like make you know dumb statements about people's Autonomy to make decisions like adults about their lives. I don't know. I don't know. You know God forbid we actually be able to make a decision for ourselves or vote for who we want. You know, because, uh, anyway. Um, yeah. Corporations are more people than women are at this point. Just saying. Um,. Yeah, so anyway, Uranus, when it goes retrograde in the fall or August, it's going to actually start heading back towards his IC. That's going to put pressure on his MC as well. He's going to be a lot more in the spotlight, but I think also the Mars action, and I talked a little bit about this on the TikTok, um, Mars and Jupiter are going to square off with his sun. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's a lot, a lot of pressure. And so uh, this is going to impact his job. So I think, I think 
he is going to be investigated or someone is going to release some information on him because I just don't think it's... I don't think they're going to get away with it. And I've been saying that. They may... They may release the statement that they're going to hold by their decision, but I, I don't think it's going to work out. You know, Roe v. Wade was, was never a good enough situation anyway. It never kept us safe long term. It was always something that could be challenged, and we really do need the Equal Rights Amendment or something akin to it. And I think this is going to get us closer to that long term, but maybe not in the short term. And instead of wringing your hands and saying, oh me, oh my, it means get organized. As my good friend, the OG hippie used to say years and years ago when I was a young, angry woman, don't get mad, get organized. And those are the truest statements I know, you know. And so... Once again, we have a Discord link in the description with all kinds of information about how to register to vote, how to help people register to vote, how to find the issues in your local area so you can make an educated decision on how you vote. Um, you know, th that's free. You don't have to be a patron for that. If you're if you're looking for that information, we've got it linked up. Did we we didn't compile the data? We just put the links in. Okay, these are organizations that are nonpartisan that just give information. Okay, so you can make an educated decision because a lot of states make it really hard for you to know what you're voting for or who you're voting for. So uh, make sure you vote on November 8th because we have an eclipse that day. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. We have an eclipse on election day. It's going to be wild. I'll talk more and more about that as we get close to it. All you need to know right now is it's going to mess with Clarence Thomas. <laughs> so he's under some strain. And actually, the solar eclipse on October 25th might actually cause him some health issues, actually. Um, with his sun, Mercury, and Venus in the 6th, um, you know, he might have, like, some high blood pressure issues just looking. And it's not just because he has the sun, Mercury, and Venus in the sixth house. It's it's how they're aspected from other planets. Um, you know, so if there's too much, I mean, it may be why he's also quiet, you know. He might be quiet just because, you know, he likes to stay calm and chill, you know. So um, he may he may have some blood pressure issues or hypertension issues that are aggravated by that eclipse coming up. That's not wishful thinking on my part. Um, I, I don't wish necessarily ill. I, I wish people have logical and natural consequences in life, but I, I don't wish ill on people because um, I'm, I'm not in there. I, I don't know why he's the way he is. Um, you know, you don't know why anybody's the way they are, right? But I feel it's kind of sad because his chart is kind of cool, to be honest. His chart's kind of cool, and it would have been neat to see him go a different direction. So, but he also, I don't know whether other people have secrets on him because he's, he's, he's got some interesting 
private activities, we shall say. Um, I don't know if people have book on him. He definitely keeps book on other people. I think that's probably what's kept him protected right now. Um, but he, And he has powerful friends, but his own behaviors um, can knock him from grace. And he... He was protected during his hearings in the 90s, um, you know, when Anita Hill came forward, which I still believe she deserves a Medal of Freedom for that. Because um, she was so brave. Anita Hill was so brave. I mean, it, it's hard to imagine. We talk about stuff like that all the time now. Somebody sexually harassed me or somebody groped me. You know, we can freely say that. In, the, in 1991, that was a big deal speaking up like that because you were usually like she went through hell because that's what happened when you spoke up if you think it's bad now <laughs> yeah it was really bad then so i've always admired anita hill for standing up and doing the right thing because that was not easy and she really did go through hell for that but um he got protected through that i don't know that he's gonna get protected through this but he might he might because jenny has an inner his wife has an interesting history um as well you know um it's it's fascinating it's fascinating so we shall see um all righty so let's see what's going on did I fall off the internet? That's what we're going to find out next. Oh my god, I got kicked off my own live stream. What's with the Gatorade in the Mercury? Jeez. Oh my god. That's just crazy. So, uh, sorry patrons, if you missed out. Um, it'll just make the rest of this podcast a freaking surprise. How's that? So let's talk about that Mars-Jupiter conjunction on May 29th. It's a doozy, guys. Um, I think whatever happens on the 24th in the afternoon is just going to completely explode on the 29th um, or leading up to it. I think we could see um, some physical violence out in the world. Um, I'd rather us not. Um yeah, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating. So um, stay be careful in crowded spaces over this next week, guys. Be careful. It's it's going to be very uh, well, not great. It's not going to be great. It, it's going to be wild. There's going to be some pretty hot temperatures if you live in the southwest. There's going to be some very wild storm systems. We could see a hurricane start forming. We could see wildfires brewing. We could see violence in urban centers. Um, it, it's going to be wild. It's just going to be wild. Um, now, on an individual level, you can have a great day or a couple of days. You can feel energized. You could get some of the best work of your life done. We talked about that in Make Your Luck. And if you missed out on Make Your Luck, um, look in the description to the podcast and go to the link in uh, that's linked up for all of my links and you'll find the recording available 
for purchase there. Um, so that you know what to do when Mars and Jupiter conjunct in any sign, and especially what to do over the course of this week, because it, it's big action. It's always big action, but in Aries, it's big action. <laughs> and so you don't want to scattershot your energy. You want to bring it in, you want to focus, and you want to make shit happen for you. Don't let people distract you from your mission right now. You've got something to do. You know it. This is the time to take action on it. Um, yeah, Mercury's retrograde, but this isn't something new. This is something that you've been planning to do for a while. So after recording the podcast earlier in the evening, I decided to get a hold of my dear friend Kirsten to talk about how we can sit with big feelings through this Mars and Aries transit, especially this week. It's going to be, it's going to be loud. It's going to be big, especially on the 24th today. I've kept saying tomorrow because it was yesterday when I was recording. So we are looking at um, some extraordinary times. And with extraordinary times, it takes extraordinary measures to get through them. Kirsten is one of the most loving human beings I know. And so, and she's also a badass. So, without further ado, let's meet Kirsten and talk about feelings and how to deal with big feelings during transits like these. So, Kirsten, welcome to the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. Oh, thank you, Lori. I, it's so good to be here with you. So good to be anywhere with you. What adventures? Right. <laughs> We've had a few. Uh-huh. <laughs> good ones, too. Yep, I'm sure there are more in the pipeline. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, I can't wait. So, my dear... Um, we've got Mars moving into Aries on May 24th, and it'll be up with Jupiter on the 29th and translated into plain English. It's big feelings. It's going to be like erg, um, mm-hmm. coming up for a lot of people or a lot of energy. Uh, it doesn't have to be negative. It could be like just big bursts of energy. And we've had kind of, um, kind of low key energy, almost stagnant for a little while. Um, what are your thoughts on big energy in the body? What do you do for yeah. you? Yeah. Well, as a Scorpio's son and Leo Moon, I'm <laughs> quite familiar with this. <laughs> um, so a little I, intense. What I do now is, and what I one of the things I love to teach is, I feel the feelings all the way through. Mm-hmm. But first, you have to know how to feel a feeling, right? So yeah. you, you, you check it out. You ask it questions. Are, is this deep? Is it high? Is it low? Where is it in my body? What is it? What's the texture? Like pretend it's a thing. Is it like clay or a, mm. a blossom? Or that wouldn't be an unpleasant, strong feeling. Is it like muck? Is it like electricity? Just give it a, give it a substance thing. And, and mm-hmm. then... Um, be with it is the secret, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And people don't get how how transformative it is to just be 
with a feeling. And I'm talking sitting or yeah. standing, being still yeah. and being with it and let yeah. it move. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes yeah. you want to stamp your feet and and mm-hmm. uh, throw something, but <laughs> mm-hmm. not always the most useful thing to do with it. Right. Right. Because under that big feeling are a lot of things. Right. Yes. There's something that is giving you a message. And when you can cognify and experience and be actually not cognify, be present with the feeling, then Mm -hmm. you can get to what's wrong. Yeah. What's wrong? What's going on? Right. Right. Uh, Where's, what are the other feelings? Because like a lot of times, like since, you know, it's Aries energy coming in. A lot of times people just describe that as anger, but it's not uh, just anger because anger itself is, is a complex thing. Mm. A lot of times under anger is like fear. You know? Yes. Yeah. Or hurt or yeah. um, jealousy, which isn't exactly anger or mm-hmm. being dislocated. There's mm-hmm. so many varieties of not feeling good, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And we've just been taught to yell or hit. Uh-huh. Um, and it might be temporarily gratifying. Yeah. But I had a great training in, in not doing that because I lived with somebody who did not hit, yeah. but yell and yeah. stomp and throw things and break things and crash around. And though the great lesson out of that marriage was, ah, I can feel my feelings and right. be with them. I can feel my feelings and be with them. And that gives me much more power and strength than throwing something. Right. That was one of the things about you that, that um, I was in awe of when we first met all those years ago was you had left that marriage not long before, I don't think, or maybe a few years before and you were independent and, and fixing your basement to make it rat free and, and on top of your roof, fixing gutters. And, and I was sitting watching and I hadn't, I hadn't left my yet. And I was like, Oh my God, look at her taking care of all these things. She's so cool. Um, that was before we even got to know each other. Mm-hmm. I was just like, she's so cool. She's so, she's got this. She's got this thing down. And um, and I, I love the way you work with emotions. Um, hell, you've helped me. We've helped, we help each other all the time, you know, but right? as you know, being a Cancerian, <laughs> I have <Yes>. big feelings <laughs> and you're one of the very few people who's gotten to witness them in their intensity. <laughs> Yeah, well, very few people do. They don't shake me, right? No, it doesn't they shake don't. Me. No, they didn't. It didn't matter what the feeling was. Mm. How you could just be such a loving presence and guide through that, oh. and that's why with this teaching, you know, having you come teach, you know, I've experienced it. You know, and you weren't afraid of my intensity. I learned to hold my feelings back because they they're atomic at times. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we humans are so strong when we can be present. We are mm-hmm. so 
Oh, we are an awesome creation. We really are <laughs> a daily, weekly, moment-to-moment yeah. creation of ourselves. But there's something magical about being able to be in someone else's presence who can handle that too. You know, mm-hmm. learning how to handle it on your own is cool. But the mm-hmm. fact that you can give witness to that is just, it, it, it was it, it empowering to know as a human being, it was okay. Uh, well, thank you. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially when, I think a lot of our listeners might understand this, you know, like when you're a kid or even as adults, we get, you know, don't be so upset or don't make it a big deal or what, but sometimes it's a really big deal. Yes, it is. Yeah. And we also think we're going to die if we let ourselves feel them. Mm-hmm. You know, we think we'll disappear or blow up or murder somebody or something. Mm-hmm. We feel they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not. So, go ahead. It's just that they're not. They're not dangerous as long as you can be with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the biggest insight you ever had like just sitting with with a big feeling mm. well the the best <laughs> best learning i ever had with it was oh my gosh when i'm with it it moves when mm. i'm with it it shifts it doesn't to consume me it mm. shifts to something else that is usually easier mm. You Can you like? Go ahead. What what it, what would that be like? So let's say you were really mad or hurt about something. Like, what would that yeah. be like? So I might be. It isn't always pretty, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might yeah. be shaking. I might be crying. Um, I might be curling up in a ball. Um, and. When I can keep breathing and stay present, then it might shift to a feeling of a memory. Mm-hmm. And it, that memory might have something in it to teach me and then I'll feel that. Mm-hmm. And then it'll bring a different emotion or a bit of a lightness. Sometimes it's the same emotion, but it lightens. The breathing mm-hmm. gets easier. The body feels more pleasant to be in (laughs) Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't feel pleasant (laughs) it's just a sequence and it Mm -hmm. doesn't take long you know this it doesn't take hours no No, not at all not at all all. all. and then you end up calmer and you end up with something you've learned and it's useful next time that's one of the reasons we became friends because we had so much in common. Like we studied so many similar things. Right. And I was used to managing this stuff on my own mm. again, because I had learned it, but you know, different. Sometimes it's crossover. Sometimes we've studied, you know, we've studied the same thing. Sometimes it's parallel. Yeah. But I, other than a, a small group of people in Portland, um, I'd never met anybody else who could, who could just sit and be. And I love that when I lived with you, the, the, during that time I was getting divorced. Right. So there were lots of big feelings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. It was powerful. And, and you had stuff going on too. And it was so nice where we could just 
be with each other. Yes. Still do. Such, such a was, good feeling. Yeah. What would be your advice to people like if, if big stuff comes up to you know during this Mars and Aries? Huh. Well, if you have a grounding technique that works, do it. I really like this one breath where you just take three, three of these and it helps turn down the intensity of the unpleasantness in yourself. Mm-hmm. You just go breathe in through your, in through your nose mm-hmm. and out through your mouth. Don't worry about how fast or how slow. Sometimes the first one is like, <laughs> if I'm really mad, you know, but at least three of a slower pace because the, it'll get slower. Just breathe, breathe in steadily through your nose, breathe steadily out through your mouth. Give it a second, do it again. And I'll pretty much promise you, I'd love to hear from people if this works for them, that you will be calmer at the end of the third breath. Yeah. And if it helped a little and you're still kind of really out of sorts, then do it again. Yeah. And and the point isn't not to feel our feelings at all. It's to feel them all the way through, as you said. But right. the the calmness does what for us? It allows you to make decisions consciously about what you do next. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if we're not always in a place where we can be by ourselves for 10 minutes and <laughs> do our thing with emotions, sometimes we're driving a car. Sometimes we have a small child with us. Sometimes it just lets you collect yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Be a little more responsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And that gives you some power. You know? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think they'll say, you know, overpowered by emotion, you know, and, and we hear yeah. people say, well, I didn't have a choice. I had to react. And no, you don't. No. You always <laughs> had a choice. <laughs> you are actually in charge of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and your feelings. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, you are you are the you're the instrument. That's just a wind passing through. You've got it. You can do it. You're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Empowering people to be in charge of themselves. So Kirsten, you can let Kirsten know in the discord. She's Kirsten joyful life on TikTok and on discord. Um, all those links are in the bio um, or not bio. I'm so used to saying that on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the description of the podcast, Kirsten's going to be teaching muscle testing. Um, which will help you know your yes and your no's. And that's part of the yeses and no's are part of the Awake Space Mystery School curriculum. I do not, it's not started yet, guys. Okay, trust me, the minute the school is open for people, I'll be letting people know. I'm still doing a jillion things to get it ready. The curriculum's dying. It's just the tech side. You know, it's Mercury freaking retrograde. So um, just be excited and I'll let you know. But let's talk about muscle testing for a minute. So what's muscle testing? What do people need to know about that? Well, another name for it is kinesiology. It, mm-hmm. um, muscle testing uses this physical body that we have to tell you how you feel about something or mm-hmm. what is true for mm-hmm. you or mm-hmm. what is a good course of action to take. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, we're electrical beings, right? Yep. We're spiritual, yep. physical body and electricity. So it uses electricity in the muscles and a no in the universe is a weaker vibration. It is uh -huh. less strong than a yes. So uh -huh. it uses our whole body, our fingers, um, uh -huh. many other things. We have like five or six ways I can teach you to test uh -huh. to give you a yes or no to a very clear, simple question. <laughs> That's the other art of muscle testing is asking questions. Right. Asking the questions. Absolutely. That makes, and that's another reason to get a handle on your emotions, because if you're asking it when you're really worked up, you're probably not asking the right question either. Right. True. Or in the most productive way. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Feel through and then, and yeah. then get a little perspective and then do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do a little intro class. Um, and it'll be in the in the mystery school, and then people can decide if they want to take it as an elective. Um, I can't think of anybody better to teach it. Uh, thank so. you. It's, yeah. it's almost literally saved my life. <laughs> right? It's such a great thing. It's like, oh, my God, what am I doing next? Okay, what? well, first calm. Okay, feel. If I have time, feel. If I don't, calm. And then come up with a good question on what I need to do next and ask it, answer it, do it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And one of the things I love about the way Kirsten teaches it and also her called presence. Um, I was introduced to this book, well, probably like 99 and mm. I, I wasn't good at it because I didn't trust my body. Mm. Yeah. You because know, my, my walk was learning to be embodied. Altered states were easy. Right. <laughs> Connecting with the cosmos was never a problem. Connecting inside my body was because of all of this stuff I'd gone through. Um, yeah. And you really actually, even though I knew how, I wasn't good at it, mm. you know, but you helped me gain confidence in, in trusting that response. You know, I'm always good at the mental, emotional side. It was getting that physical side. So right, that's why you're teaching <laughs> getting, thank you getting the, will, the getting the will involved really helps to solidify that confidence so when when people learn a little bit and then they use it and then they see the results and feel the results mm -hmm. then their muscle testing muscle gets stronger well, yeah i don't no? know <laughs> okay that was not i have a really strong will Huh. Um, but I had an equally strong distrust of my own physical body. I see. And it, you really, really helped in your guidance. Just your, I, I don't know if it was your trust in my ability to do it or what, <laughs> but that shared experience where I'd be like, okay, because we've had more than one phone call where I've been like, all right, Kirsten, I muscle tested but I need to do it again to be sure. Right. <laughs> and you'll be like, okay, you know, right. <laughs> All right. If you must, you know, yeah. um, and remember guys, we can be really good at stuff and still need help. Yes, absolutely. Please do ask for help. So mm -hmm. one of the things that is rather radical about me is I do trust people yeah. and I, I am eyes open trusting now. I trust people as they have shown themselves, right, to, yeah. to be. And 
unlike my, you know, 22 year old self who got engaged and got married to somebody who didn't trust himself, which was right. the main problem. It's yeah. Trust and building, building that trust in yourself is really important to do whatever you came here for. Yeah. Yeah. Essential. Mm-hmm. Essential. Which you do beautifully with your readings. I mean, yeah. yes. like being seen through your eyes and talked through the, the geometry and spatial beauty of, of your own chart is a wonderful experience. Yeah. I love being able to show people how amazing they are. Right? Yeah. It's like the best job in the whole world. And people be like, but they need to know the truth. I'm like, why isn't that the truth? That is the truth. Yeah. I can show you where you can be foolish too, but you already know that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I have to say living when we lived together, it was like a slumber party. It was. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, it's so much fun. Uh, I don't want it back, but I want to visit you in California and on your new in your new beautiful place someday. And yeah, yeah next thing, exactly. next stage. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Get the mystery school going. Get yeah. some time where I'm not like head down on the ground the whole time. You can come <laughs> meet Tammy and Lucy. Right? Yes. My tangerine and my my lemon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. Hey, if you've gardened in the Northwest, citrus is exciting, people. It's very exciting. There's no way I can support one of those beasties right now. <laughs> I've wanted to for so long. So it's Aww. so exciting. So, and they've got little babies on them. Oh, fun. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. I'm so excited to be able to have you here. Uh, and I hope our dear listeners understand how awesome you are. One of the main awesome things about Kirsten, besides being one of the most loving human beings, a truly embodied fairy queen. um, (laughs) Like she's awesome and amazing and a magical being. She's a chocolate tear also. So Kirsten really briefly, let's plug your chocolate. Okay. People can find this on your website and I will link your website, but tell me about your chocolate. Well, once I decided to quit sugar and I was a beekeeper, so I decided, oh, and I was not going to quit eating chocolate (laughs) and I couldn't find any good chocolate at all without sugar. And I didn't want fake sugars either. So I bought some chocolate and I started making chocolate with honey and I am very persistent (laughs) And I keep good records. So I made better and better and better and better and better at chocolate. And I'm still doing that. And right now I'm making truffles because they're fun. Mm. So I have cream and non-dairy based truffles. And they have three ingredients plus good flavors. They have cacao, the best, Mm. beautiful, mm, yummy stuff from Ecuador that I get. (laughs) And they have honey, raw local honey. And they have cream or nut butter, and they're yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. Yes. Try they some. Are. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, Kirsten's chocolate is is it will really open your heart. I mean, and I'm not kidding. I'm not. I was somewhat skeptical <laughs> because I'm both allergic to dark chocolate and do not like it. 
And <laughs> although Kirsten once made some chocolate I didn't like, but it was an alternative sweetener. And it was a very funny moment. But um, <laughs> it was. It was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh my God. It was like, oh my God, I remember why I don't like dark chocolate. This yeah. <laughs> but that was not the chocolate she's making right now. Nope. And other people really liked that particular thing. What was that sweetener? It was oh, it's um, probably xylitol. Yeah, something like that. It yeah. was it was a yeah. Oh. Not my now, favorite. What's funny is I didn't like um I didn't like um honey either. Right. In general. Because it burns my tongue. Huh. And um, unless it's very, very spoiled bees, I have to say, if bees are taken really, if they're really loved and well taken care of, mm-hmm. their honey doesn't bother me. Right. It doesn't burn. I don't know what it is about commercial honey that gets me. It's probably because they, they heat it up and turn it into sugar. But yeah, it's probably, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. anyway, so I, I did not know Kirsten well at this time. I was, I was her instructor and coach at a, online business school and she sent me some chocolate to try Mm -hmm. and I did not tell her I did not like these things guys (laughs) and so I skeptically accepted it but I was polite she wouldn't have known I didn't like these things and when I tasted it I was like amazed not only did it taste good and it wasn't overly bitter and it was just the right kind the honey didn't bother me in it and my heart chakra warmed, like the heart center warmed. And we got on our next call and I was like, okay, I normally tell people who made products, they do not list made with love because it's not a thing, but you get to, you are the only person in the world to get to say it because it shows it like for real. And it was the funniest thing. I mean, it was just so good. And these were just um, chocolate wafers. And they were yeah, just dark, so good. Mm-hmm. dark, dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I normally don't like dark chocolate, but it was, and I never had an allergic reaction. And I think it's because the Pakari that you use from Ecuador mm-hmm. is biodynamic. Yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah. That, remember that whole chocolate festival? I tasted just about every single one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then she That's found the us. She was so picky, which is good. Only the best. Yeah. Only the best. But Kirsten yeah. is an amazing chocolatier. And my mother loves your chocolate. Aww. Yeah. It's last chance on the um, spring truffles around about June 21st. I'm going to switch over to some summer themes. So. Ooh. Yeah, nice. I make also these big truffle bars. If you know that you love chocolate and you know that you won't eat enough to make yourself sick, <laughs> then you, you are allowed. I will give you permission to order a great big truffle bar. They're 12 ounces, 24 pieces. Oh. So each piece is half. It's like fudge died, went to heaven. So it's oh, wow. a, a square of what goes in the middle of the truffles and... 24 of those nice little box. Wow, yum. <laughs> your, your stuff is so good. Anyway, you guys can find her amazing chocolate on her website. I will plug Kirsten every way I can get. She's also a, an amazing coach as well, and you can book sessions with her there. 
She's amazing. It's all I have to say. So, um, all right. Thank you for okay. coming on the podcast. Always. It's a pleasure to hang out with you wherever and however. And glad to be yeah. here. Thank you so much, Lori. Oh, my pleasure, my dear. Love you very much. Love you too. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, a conversation with my very best friend in the whole world, Kirsten Soga, and we had some wonderful little wind chime punctuation happen, a little choo-choo train, and a grandbaby in the background. Um, As life happens, you know, um, I know the sound quality is kind of weird. I don't know what the tapping sound was earlier in the episode with my mic. I don't... I have no idea if I was, I might have been tapping my fingers on the table. I'll watch that next time. Um, I get excited when I have an audience and I just kind of lose myself. Uh, big thanks to Kirsten. Big thanks to our patrons. And again, if we reach 425 patrons by May 31st, I'm going to offer a 50% discount on career life path readings, all right, to 10 people, all right, there'll only be 10 spots, because I don't want to get slammed with readings, I'm trying to get the mystery school going, um, and uh, I'll be announcing some pretty cool astrology classes coming up soon as well, all right guys, take Kirsten's advice, deep breaths, get to calm, or like I like to say, as neutral a space as possible, because then you can respond. There you have power. It's going to be a wild and woolly week and we'll be getting ready for that new moon on Monday. Yeah, new moon on Monday. I'll be talking about that before next Monday. I promise we'll have episode number two this week. Um, We'll see when I get it fit in. But I want to thank you for listening. Uh, You can check out all the links in the description. And I will be talking to you soon on the next episode of the Awake Space Astrology Podcast.